0: Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Gianna, and each episode, I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's 11th episode called Sober No Matter What. Let's get into it. Okay, so this episode... Has sober in the title. So it's definitely for people who are in recovery. um, But it's also for people who are not in recovery. It's for people who are newly in recovery. And it's for people who are recovery curious or sober curious. So don't feel, uh, you know, isolated or left out um, just because the word sober is in the title. Like, you can still listen and take this information in even if you yourself are not sober. So I'm just going to go into some of my personal experience with this, um, and yeah, just go down the list, uh, of things that I really find helpful. Um, I first heard this, heard of this like concept, um, of not giving yourself a way out in AA. Um, and, and basically no matter how bad things get, you're supposed to just keep your word to yourself that you're going to stay sober, like period. Like there's like, no matter what happens, uh, no matter how good things get also, like no matter, no matter what, no matter how neutral you're feeling, no matter if you want a little extra spice in your life, like no matter what. And I'm going to give some examples right now, um, of some things that happen in life, um, where I, where it would seem totally reasonable and acceptable to break your sobriety or to continue, a toxic habit that typically gives you comfort from stressful situations or even situations of excitement or celebration. If you lose your job, if you go through a really bad breakup, if someone close to you passes away, if you need to have major surgery, um, if your mental health is struggling, if the cashier at Publix has an attitude, if you get in a fight with your best friend, if you get a promotion, if you do a toast at a wedding, if you accomplish a big goal, even if you get bored, as I mentioned a moment ago, being sober, no matter what means just that being sober, no matter how hard things get or how great things get. And it's, it's challenging because, you know, um, I didn't only drink and smoke because of the, the bad things that happened. I also use them. Um, as a means to kind of like help me celebrate or if I was excited or if I was happy, if I felt, I felt good, if I was just having a good day, it's like, why not? It's the perfect time (laughs) to celebrate using these things. Um, so that's basically where it came from. That was my first introduction to not giving myself a way out. Um, and you know, This is specifically about like harmful habits. Um, And it is about sobriety, but it's also about habits that are harmful in general. So if you have a habit that you are struggling with, um, maybe you're struggling with sugar or maybe you're struggling with gossiping or basically any habit that's causing you harm or disrupting the harmony in your life or the lives of others can apply to this if you really don't want to do it anymore and it's really making your life difficult, um, then it would apply. Um, because I I understand the binary aspect of like never doing something again. is pretty daunting. Um, and you, you know, maybe, you know, I know, I think I've met one person in my life so far that's given up sugar like for life and she's like an older person. (laughs) Um, but I, like, I can't imagine never having sugar again. Sugar is not one of those things for me, but you know, uh, smoking and drinking was, those were two things that I'm just like, yeah. And, and it also helps to not think of it in terms of like, I can never do this again. Um, which brings me to the next point of just take it a day at a time. Whatever it is, like if you're having a really like a really hard day in particular and you really want to do that thing um, that, you know, is really not the healthiest for you, then just try to get through that day. More advice that was given to me in the rooms of recovery. Just get through that day. Don't don't worry about tomorrow, don't worry about next week, don't worry about next month or next year. Just worry about getting through the day. Survive the day. Get through it without going back to that thing that you're trying to quit or trying to leave behind and just give yourself some grace, you know? Like if you don't smoke a cigarette but you have, you know, some junk food Or if you don't binge watch stuff, but you, I don't know, smoke a cigarette, (laughs) like just as long as it's not the thing that you're trying to quit and it's not, it's, it's, it's challenging, man. Like I mentioned this, um, in one of my earlier episodes, I think it was episode two, um, when you when you quit drinking for example you have a lot of cravings for sugar because alcohol has a lot of sugar in it um so if you're if the thing you're trying to quit is not specific to alcohol yeah just find something else to do that gives you that will help relieve your stress and if prefer you know preferably it'll be something that's not another thing that you can take on as a vice like Maybe meditate, or maybe go for a walk, or maybe call a friend, or maybe catch up on some sleep, or clear the day for some alone time. Um, start learning some kind of a skill that you've always wanted to learn. Start slow, start small. Um, anything that can take your mind off of it. Like um, I'll even say, like I started learning some um, new guitar stuff and like, uh, an alternate tuning this week. And just using my hands in that way really made me not focus on the stuff that I can stress out about or, or, or obsess about. Um, and in particular when I'm struggling and I want some kind of immediate relief and, I'm used to the immediate relief a drink or having a smoke brings and the methods that I find to replace that, that are way better for me might not bring me the relief as quickly. So that's, that's, that's another thing too. Like the, the relief might not come as quickly, but it does come, you know? And you know, just to to bring it back to what I was saying, doing that new skill of learning, uh, this song in an alternate guitar tuning that I've never played in before and getting excited about that. And like just making my hands busy, uh, in a positive way, working on something that I'm excited about actually really helped me this week. Um, just kind of work through some difficult emotions, or even just like set that stuff aside for a moment. Uh, because I'm, you know, I have to throw myself into this task of learning how to play this song, you know, slowly at first, like I mentioned. And I don't have, it it kind of removes the capacity to be worried or stressed out about whatever I'm worried and I was worried or stressed out about before I started practicing guitar in that moment. So I will say the starting a new craft or maybe it's, Um, like guitar is not new to me, but learning something new on guitar, you know, it could be something that you are familiar with in a broad sense, or, you know, maybe there's like a different type or a different subcategory you could explore within a certain topic that you find interesting, uh, that's healthy for you to explore. That gives you some kind of peace or some kind of joy, or it makes you feel excited, um, because you're getting creative or you're challenging yourself in a positive way. So anything like that would work out great. Lock some things in place so you can cope in healthy ways during hard times. So let's just recap a little bit here. I'm a little bit all over the place, but it's okay. Um, basically the concept of not giving yourself a way out. You want to lock some things in place that will uh, be a a healthy coping way for you. You want to take it a day at a time, um, so that you don't overwhelm yourself with the journey that you're starting. And this concept of being sober, no matter what can apply to more than just, being sober, it can apply to anything again that is causing you harm or disrupting harmony in your life or the lives of others. Um, and if you know quitting something forever seems too daunting, just remember not only the the rule of taking it one day at a time, but just remember how miserable it makes you. Just remember how much you know, uh, dissonance, whatever this habit is causes in your life. Think about the, the most challenging or the most, you know, um, the most like, you know, hitting a low bottom type moments that you may have had. Um, and, and and remember that that's why you're not doing it anymore. Like you're, you don't want to feel like that anymore. So you've chosen a new path. And the other thing is this, like, I think it's also important, the wording that we use to describe the new path that we've decided to take. Like I used to say, and I sometimes still find myself saying, I can't have alcohol anymore. I can't smoke anymore. It's like, I actually can. I'm choosing not to have it. You know, there's not some person outside of myself somewhere who's cutting me off. I'm cutting me off. You know, I'm like obeying a need within my own spirit that's telling me like, hey, don't mess with this stuff because it turns your world upside down. You're not your truest self. You you can't show up for yourself or other people in a way that you want to, in a way that makes you feel good, in a way that you feel like is acceptable and responsible and, and, and all of that. So the wording I think is important, whatever it is that you're trying to quit or you're trying to leave behind, it's not that you can't do it. You could do it, but will it make your life better? Will it make you happy? Will it move you in the direction of positive growth for yourself? So it's not that you can't do it. You can do it but you're choosing not to do it. You're choosing something different. And, you know, I will say, you know, for whomever is going to hear this episode and be like, ah, everything in moderation. Just like, well, hmm," you can't really, that doesn't really apply to addiction though. You know, um, for some people, A bad habit that needs to be broken is a bad habit that needs to be broken and it's always going to be like that and there's nothing there's no amount of time that could pass that will change that reality for them even the people who are like yeah my mom used to drink she used to be an alcoholic and now she can have one beer and she's fine she's gucci well that is amazing i'm so like thrilled to hear stories like that because it literally it like sounds like a freaking magic trick to me. I'm like, how did she do that? I don't know how she did that. Cause I don't, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, <laughs> but it's like, that's not everybody's story. You know, um, human beings have a lot of, have a lot of things in common, but no group of people are a monolith. And so just because something works for you, it doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person everybody's not an addict either. So some people can moderate and that's amazing. And then some people really can't. I think it's about being honest with yourself about your position and about what you use it for. Um, you know, I've, I was told so many times in the rooms, like you don't want to drink, you don't want to smoke. You want to change how you feel. So how can you change how you feel without choosing something that's going to be destructive for you? And even if it's not destructive right away, if you know that in two, three months time, your life is going to be consumed and it's going to be a wreck because of a choice you're making now in the present, it's worth considering like trying to do some course correction there and just figure out what you can do instead that's going to change your mood in a positive way or that's going to like distract you in a positive way so that you won't do that thing that's going to cause you the suffering that you're trying to avoid. Um, And another thing that I want to add on here is people seem to think that addiction looks like being homeless under a bridge or, being completely strung out and like crazy air quote crazy looking like just really bad behaving just the most extreme example of substance abuse and that's true it there are plenty examples of people who behave that way on various numbers or types of substances and that's real that that they probably have a problem that they need to seek some help about and probably have some things to be honest with themselves about about why they're using it that way but it it, it's that's not it you know addiction is not a monolithic thing either you know there are people who are very functional you know and savvy businessmen and women and people and owners of companies and who are parents and who visibly seem to have it all, all the way together. People who can drink just enough or use whatever it is X, Y, Z, or X just enough so that they can still maintain their outward appearance of having it all together. Um, that doesn't mean that they're not abusing whatever it is. That doesn't mean that they don't have an issue that they need to like check in with themselves about. That doesn't mean that they're not harming themselves with this habit or this pattern of behavior. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, oh, well, I'm not that bad or I don't drink every day or I don't, I only, you know, like I only drink on the weekend. It's like, well, you know, if it was an extreme thing that was a little bit more obvious, I can't think of an example that's extreme, but also like negative enough. (laughs) But if it was something that was not, that's not positive and you're doing it, And you don't feel good when you're done and you like, you know, kind of emerge from that situation feeling like remorseful or you don't like how you are when you're on it. Or you know that you have a a pretty lengthy recovery time or there's just like even just like a little tiny voice inside of yourself. That's like, "Mm, I don't like that when that happens. And it's like, such a tiny faint voice that you can almost miss it. If you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're drinking or smoking or eating too much of whatever, or spending money in this particular way or gossiping about someone like you should listen to that feeling because that feeling is called your intuition. That feeling is called like your inner child letting you know like, Hey, you're hurting me we have to change something. We have to do something different so that, you know, so that healing can take place. If you're if you're always covering up your discomfort with some kind of an escape, you're never gonna get to the root of why the discomfort is happening and you're never gonna be able to alleviate yourself of that pain. Now, as always, I'm speaking to y'all and I'm speaking to myself because I don't smoke or drink anymore, but sometimes I recently have had to curtail my eating. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I really have struggled a lot with like portion control and, and, and all that. And, and, and likewise, I've also shared in other episodes, I struggle with like intense, like extremely working out in the very beginning of a workout regimen or just like a new schedule that I'm putting myself on with fitness. I struggle with going too hard. And when I'm not going hard, I struggle with like overeating. Like it's, you know, it's, and it doesn't affect my life as intensely as smoking and drinking did, but it still makes me miserable. I still don't feel good afterwards. So that's a signal that my body is trying to give me that I need to change that, you know, if I don't want to suffer anymore, you know, So that's it. That's, that's what I can say about this episode, uh, sober no matter what, or fill in the blank, no matter what, whatever it is that you're trying to change for your life. Um, yeah, man, just, it's all about making a decision. So that's it. That's all I've got for y'all. Um, what do you struggle with, you know? Um, what if, what is it that you have decided to commit to and you've decided not to abandon yourself about it, no matter what. Is it sobriety? Is it gambling? Like what what kind of what kind of habits are y'all working with? Um now I realize it takes quite a bit of vulnerability to share something that you really struggle with. It's making your life miserable. Um, but I'm putting myself out there so Screw it, you know? Um, and even if you don't tell me about it and hit me up on social media, you should definitely check in with yourself about it, you know? Like, just sit and have a little self-session, you know? Is there is there anything that you'd be willing to let go of that's making your life miserable? Or if you've already d- decided what that thing is, like, um, are you going to do it just until a certain tragedy happens or a certain exciting thing happens? Like... are you going to like stick to it no matter what happens you know whatever that thing is for you if you have one so that's it y'all thanks so much for hanging out um with me on this episode of destination lavender hit me up on social media if you're not already following me i'm on facebook YouTube, and Instagram under Destination Lavender. I would love to have you following and supporting. If you do want to support this podcast in a monetary fashion, please consider becoming one of my patrons over on patreon.com slash Guiana. Feel free to join one of the tiers and uh, help to support this content along with the other creative things that I do um, in other genres of creativity. Until next week, I appreciate y'all for listening.